You've selected Country AF Radio on demand. Can take it with me anywhere. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks. David. Howdy, howdy. Do you go by your whole name all the time or just? No. In fact, we never even use my middle name. Until you don't? We've realized that when you Google me, all that pops up was the talking heads guy. So. Right. It's funny. Um, we're sitting here with Cody as well. I was the first thing I did when I went and Googled you, and I'm like, this guy is not that old. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> well, I figured maybe your mom was mad at you, and she just would call, David Adam? David Adam? Uh, well, now, that's what messed me up, because when I first started using the, all three names, I kept, you know, flashbacks. Hello, what did I do? Am I about to get whooped? <laughs> mom or dad? Both. Dang. Where are you from, originally? Uh, originally from central Arkansas, just outside of Little Rock, and we're in a Granberry, Texas now. Are you a Razorback fan? Woo Pig, baby. Dude. Pig, isn't it like Pig Suey Pig. or something like Woo that? Pig Suey. That's right. One of my really, really good friends, Lindsay, lives out there. She was from there, moved to Vegas, moved back there, and she always just writes that. That's it. Yep, I'm like, yep, yep. I'm a Husker fan, so I don't, I don't, I don't get along I well with you, you guys. Oh, that's what I'm saying. We don't have anything against you. Nah. So. <laughs> we ain't played each other enough. To... Probably not any time like recent yeah, at I'm all. Saying, I don't know if we've ever played each other. I think we have. I think we have because I want to say that Lou and I sat down and watched that together over the phone. Because she lived in Arkansas. Here's the better happen. question, though. Have the Huskers won a football game yet? Dude, suck it, Trebek. They've won two this year. <laughs> right. Okay, You're talking two. about us, man. I think we're at two. Are you? Yep. It's no. been a bad year, man. It's been right. a bad, 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 bad year. You're right with this new coach, so starting over. Well, we got Scott Frost, so that's okay. So, I mean, he's from there, but um, I think everyone had this expectation that he was going to carry on what he did at UCF. Yeah. You know, their first season was Pope, and their second year they undefeated and won the whole yeah. damn thing. So, I don't know. We can hope. Yeah, I don't know much about how Arkansas school is, but I, I want to say that Lincoln lives on college football, and like you're I pro- probably as big as the president in that town oh, if you're yeah. doing like I know Tom Osborne. I've been to a few home games there, and when you go there, it's Tom Osborne everything. Oh yeah, but um, no, it's it's in Arkansas. I mean, it's you know we don't have a pro team. It's just like y'all. So I mean, it's just everything is Razorbacks. Everything's die hard. But you know we're we're a little more into it when we got something. <laughs> when you got for. something good, right? Right. right. So you said you went from Arkansas to Texas? Yeah, I, I did actually. I moved to Nashville when I was 19, spent 11 years there. And uh, as you can tell, I like traditional country music. So I finally said, well, let's cr- quit trying to put a round peg in a square hole. So we moved to Texas back in April. And, man, we've got a single on the, the charts right now and uh, about to put out the record here in the fall. I keep saying fall. I guess it's going to be winter now. Right. But, it is uh, winter, isn't it? Yeah, almost. How about saying, man, when I when I jumped out last night, you know, I kept thinking desert, oh, it's going to be hot as heck, and it was like 30 degrees. I was like, I did not dress appropriately for this one. But It's a dry cool. <laughs> it's true, because when I first got here, it was like 110, 115 degrees, and I was thinking, okay, I feel like I'm sitting in somebody's oven. And last night, I went out to walk my dog, and I'm literally looking for a coat and, uh-huh. and, a, and a sweatshirt, and I'm thinking, I didn't think I was ever going to need these again yep. here in Las Vegas, but I guess I do. Yeah. I've only been here in December because we have the National Finals Rodeo, and so I kind of knew what it gets a little bit like, but this was a little chillier than I was expecting. Are you coming back for that again this year? Yeah, um, we're going to be here December the – crap, I can't remember which if it's the 12th or the 13th, but which one of those days it is for three days straight, opening up for all the, the other guys that are playing at the, we're at, uh, the Mirage. At the Mirage? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. That's kind of like a cool little thing. We used to be big around then. People would all come to Stoney's, and then all of a sudden you got all these hotels that caught wind of, dude, all I have to do is put a country singer in right. here, and nobody leaves. And yeah. So now it's a, it's, it's a fight in this town because everybody chases everybody for Absolutely. That's a great – I mean, really, that's a lot of the reason why I moved to Texas. You know, this will be year number three in a row that they've had us out. And year number one, you know, I got up there and I played, and I just – the crowd, I saw their response, and it was kind of like, whoa, 
where are all you people? Yeah. I know you're not from Vegas. And, you know, and that's when I really discovered this Texas country scene. And I bought it for about three years and did this record with Trent. And we made the move. And, man, it's, it's, I should have done it a long time ago. Right. Who do you follow in Texas? Like, like, like you have an icon there that you've kind of like following their footsteps well, sort of thing. It's, I definitely have some of the newer artists that I love. But when I really look at my influences in general, they're all Texas. I mean, George Strait's my hero. Right. Everybody says Mark Chestnut and Tracy Lawrence. If they could have a baby, it'd be me. And so, <laughs> there you go. Look at, which I mean, Tr- Tracy's from Arkansas, but he's right on that state line. But uh, the one that really, really opened my eyes was I was in a Champaign, Illinois, at a buddy's house, and he kept playing a bunch of Texas country stuff. And I was like, Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But then Cody Johnson, me and my kind, came on the radio. Right. And I remember I was in the bathroom packing my suitcase or whatever, packing my suitcase, and I come running out of there, and I was like, Who in the hell is this? And why is he doing what? I keep being told I'm not allowed to do. And so that was kind of that turning point where right. I was like, yeah. all right, time to, to reevaluate this. Now, tell everybody exactly how you became a George Strait fan because you were a little kid and it actually oh, was a was, funny yeah. story. You know, actually, there's a fuller story that I haven't given the whole thing to. Apparently, before then, I was Clint Black. And he got sick and couldn't make his concert in Little Rock. And when you do that to a three-year-old, apparently you're just done for life. <laughs> so my folks said, well, do you want to go see George Strait? And I, apparently my answer was yes. But no, I remember going to that concert three years old, and I was like, that's what I want to do. And no one was smart enough to tell me this is a terrible idea. So here that's we are. That's not a terrible idea. I think it keeps us all in business. <laughs> it, it does. It definitely does. But didn't you – weren't you the, the kid in school that everybody knew was George Strait? Oh, of the yeah, absolutely. I, I mean – you know, you couldn't wear your hat at school. But, I mean, I literally, if it wasn't Wranglers, cowboy boots, and a button-down, I would not wear. I mean, I played basketball and stuff. I'm out there freaking hooping in my boots. Like, yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> All and, the kids uh, are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> now, at one point when I was that young, like, people didn't even, there was a lot of people who wouldn't even know David. They just knew me as George Strait because if you asked me what my name was, that's what that I was. That was your nickname. Yep. Kind of yep. like Toad. <laughs> I like it. Have Have you played with Cody Johnson at all? I have. Uh, we actually uh, we've done several shows together, but we just did one here about three weeks ago in my hometown. It's it's kind of a fitting story. We uh, my graduation day of high school. There's a big amphitheater right there on the river in Little Rock, where I'm from, and I literally left in the middle of my graduation to make it in time for my show to open up for Hank Jr. And all these years later, after I'm finally getting a single out on radio and all that. Uh, I end up going back and opening for Cody on that same stage. So it was kind of one of them surreal looking back going, holy crap, this is kind of working things. <laughs> so it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. It's, you know, I'd rather not take in the 11-year approach. but we're <laughs> Dude, you got you to gotta work. I mean, oh, man, that's, that's the fun. We had Cody in here. I sat down with him, and his interview was um, – I think I learned a lot from him, just what, what the industry is and uh, ha- his approach Absolutely. and that it should give everyone some sort of um, a blueprint to follow. Just be yourself sort Absolutely. of thing. Like his whole process was basically he walked in, to, knocked on every door, walked in, and they told him, no, thank you, mm-hmm. or change this or do this or do this. And every time he would tip his hat and say, yep. thank you for your time. Well, you just you said exactly the words there, be yourself. And that was really the big deal. You know, It's funny because – I moved to Nashville wearing a cowboy hat, wearing my Wrangler, singing traditional country. And I got pushed into this scene and this look and this style and this. And I finally go full circle, and I'm back wearing my cowboy hat, doing everything I always did before I let people try to tell me how to do this. And now everybody's like, here it is, and it's working, and we're climbing the charts. And it's like, so I should have just stayed me is what yeah. you're saying. But, no, man, it's you know, there's a lot of people in the Texas scene that will bash Nashville, man. I mean, I spent 11 years there. I met some of the best riders, wrote with the best riders. I mean – 
guys that used to be heroes of mine that became friends. I mean, it's the way I look at it is that was my college years, and I go down to Texas and play for people that actually like real country music and give it to them. Dude, I think it's funny that you said that uh, a lot of people in Texas bash Nashville. There's a lot of people in Nashville that bash, Na- yeah. bash Nashville. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, I got down there, and they're like, the heck with Nashville. I'm like, bro, until you've been there to actually realize how much bullshit this is, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Who do you like to write with? Uh, man, uh, Trent Wilman obviously has become my favorite. You know, He was my producer. That's just the first time I was in the studio that someone wasn't trying to push out or not make me be you know a certain way but man justin wilson was one that i wrote a lot of my stuff with jamie Pollan, uh jason matthews i just got i could sit and go down a list all day long but it's it just any of them that would let me do country music and not try to make it something that i wouldn't you know right what's your favorite part about music is it writing is it playing is it recording you man, can't just take them all and throw them together let's pick one like like I love the performance side. I've always, you know, I I was always a really nervous kid even growing up. Like a lot of teachers would see me get on stage and talent shows and go to my parents and be like, who is that? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like that little nervous kid that sits in class, that's not what I see up there. So, I mean, it's always been the stage part, but I did really learn to love the writing process because it's a challenge. You know, it's you go in there and you got to take a piece of paper and turn it into a song you know and so right. it's it's all got its little pieces of it the business side is my least favorite i can definitely tell you that that sucks the fun out of it but you've got to learn the business if you're going to do it right but i love being on stage man that's that's the fun part your label now how long you been with them uh man it'll be two years coming up in february and why'd you go with them man they uh number one it was kind of fun i don't know if you've heard the full story i, I, have I, I get a message on facebook Going, hey, we're Silverado Records, and we'd love to chat with you. I ignored it. I'm like, what was record it Aaron? label? Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I went, what record label messages you on Facebook? Yeah, right. And my manager at the time was like, absolutely, we're going to answer this. <laughs> and uh, now we went and met, and their whole philosophy was, if you want to be traditional country, then you be traditional country, and we'll figure out how to market it. And so it just, they gave me complete control with the record, you know, with Trent, and it's been a great great match ever since they're good people i think i'm trying to think how we met them i want to say a year year and a half i probably got something through facebook as well and they were in town and want to sit down and chat we went and had lunch with them and then uh i think the last time we were in nashville we had lunch again with aaron he's he's a funny kid man man it's i love it because there's so much personality in that label Mm -hmm. every single person kind of has their own thing going they're all different and it all meshes like i never thought you could put that many different personalities in one room and stuff happen but it does man that's cool. What's next for you? You got your single out on radio. Yep, yep. We just put out Beer Bucket List two weeks ago, actually, so it's still pretty new. But uh, we're just booking dates, man. A lot of it's just, you know, we're trying to tap into new markets and places that we haven't been. You know, that, that was a lot of the reason why that Texas movie needed to happen. You know, I mean, Ohio and Illinois and Arkansas and some of the places, it's great. But when you realize you're kind of playing the same places over and over, it's time to broaden the horizon. So it's just getting a single out, let it be heard, and try to get to new fans that don't know who we are yet. When's the album come out? Uh, you said winter, but that's yeah. We're you got a month and a half left. You could have been, been saying Carter winter. You never know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, his came out today. Yeah. Oh, did it? I hadn't seen him in a while. But now uh, it really is just going to depend on how well this first single does. You know, at Texas Radio and all that. We uh, we're anticipating around single release number two, which should be February or March. So we'll Sweet. see. Supposed to have already been out, and <laughs> so here we are. But What's now, that one going to be? Do you know the name of that one uh, already? We don't even know yet. Uh, We've got a general idea of which one of two it might be. So cool. We'll, we'll keep the cat in the bag for the time being. That's messed up, man. You see how he does that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Not cool. Keep, keep you interested. <laughs> now, I know that the Texas music scene, very rabid fans. 
and I've talked to many different mm-hmm. country artists, the female fans can get a little crazy, and they do some crazy things to get your attention. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you, either backstage or maybe while you were doing a show? I, you know, I've never had anything completely ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you had the notes coming up or, or the, the bras getting thrown up and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, n- nothing too, too ridiculous, at least in case my mom was listening. We're going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You're just going to leave it as never. I saw a band back in the day, Blue October. I don't know if you know who they are. They're kind of like an indie rock band, but the singer was up on stage, and someone in the crowd threw a bra up there, and he stopped his whole show, picked up the bra, and says, we're not this kind of band, and threw it back out into the crowd and finished his show. I was like, wow. That was well, okay. I will say, the nastiest one I've had, and I won't say the artist, because I'm not throwing somebody under the bus, but I literally, a girl came up and introduced herself, was... I screwed your buddy so-and-so, and and I was like, that was the worst thing you could have said to make me want to show interest. (laughs) Right. So, I don't know. Sloppy seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. So, how can people connect with you if they want to know more about you? Yeah, man. uh, You know, obviously, we have the main website that has links to everything, and that's davidadamburns.com. B-Y-R-N-E-S. No, my ancestors could not spell. And it's not Alan. But uh, I, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I mean, I'm all over it. And, yes, that is me, unless it looks like it's too much proper language, then you know that it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's going on with all these people making all these fake accounts on these country artists? Man, I literally I just got a bunch of messages this morning where somebody's doing it, man. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Of course, I'm so old school, Arkansas backwoods, and I'm just like, I got too much time on, or not enough time on my hands to worry about crap like that. So, I don't know. People just need to get a lot. Dude, I don't, like, Tim Montana, he's a friend of ours here. And uh, yesterday, I'm sitting online, and I just, like, flipping through. Then all of a sudden, it says, people you might know. Yeah. And it's, like, Tim Montana, Tim Montana underscore music. I'm, like, 36 followers. I take a picture of it, and I send it to him, like, you. And he's, like, no, dude, not me. He goes, people just suck. People just suck. And I, I don't understand, like, what's the... It, it, it's it's people who are trying to maybe not even in this country and other countries that are trying to make money off it. Well, yeah, it's happened to Stephanie Quayle because I, I saw her and I said, Stephanie, is this you? She's like, hell no. I said, I, you're being ghosted by somebody. Yeah, I've had like seven of them just in the past three months, and every one of them, it's them trying to start a conversation and get money out of you. But right. the, now there was one weird one. This chick literally tried to act like she was Carrie Underwood. And I had just a little bit too much time on my hands that day, so I had a field day with it, and so right. It, it, at least for once, it turned into something fun. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand that, man. Kids but these days, it's it, it's just it's the easiest way for people to connect and people to be somebody that they're yeah. not. And if they're looking to make money off of it, they'll exactly. they'll do whatever they have to do. And once, even if you get rid of them, they will recycle and try something. Oh yeah, they different. just they revamp it all right. the time. I, don't, I mean, it's. I love as an artist. I love social media because it gives me firsthand access with fans. But I hate it at the same time, man. Like I mean, talking back to sports, why do people get on there and literally bash a kid because he fumbled a ball or that he sure. did and went to another school? It's like, man, like just because you can hide behind a keyboard and not get your ass beat over it doesn't mean you should still say it. I mean, it's like it politics, just, dude. It's like politics. I, I, just, I, I don't get people. It's like I don't know. I just, this day and age, it's scary. I mean, I go back to the days I used to talk to bands and. My question was about, like, what do you guys think of the MP3? Yeah. Like, and it's, it's changed the world uh, in a sense. I everything. mean, you, everything's at your hands. And Country AF Radio works because um, people are out there looking for music. They're Absolutely. out there looking for it. I mean, there's a reason why Spotify lists and playlists do so well. And people, because people search Absolutely. and they're looking for it. And it's a scary thought. I do have another question for you. When you put out your album, you put out a full album, you put out an EP. We are. So I think that's where Scott was a little frustrated with me. It started off as an EP, and you know, I, I had that first record deal, which we won't even spend time talking about. But it, it kind of buried me for a while. So I with the spent, process, or I just I was nineteen, and 
very, very green and gullible. I came from a do people right until somebody gives you a reason to, to think they're wrong. Then right. you know, and so I, of course, moved to town. And then the classic story of signed the worst thing that could have came along. Oh shit! I've been told that from people that go, "I've seen the worst record." No, never mind. You just beat it. <laughs> but <laughs> and I'm so ADD. I came here with the first part. Of what we were talking about was what was your question? Um, a full album or e- EP? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I literally had years and years of just writing and writing and writing to where when it came time to cut this record, we just we couldn't narrow it down to four, so right. we finally narrowed it down to ten. And man, I, I'm excited for everybody to hear this thing. It's it's a it's a it's a step up too from the oldest music. You know, a lot of my stuff was just I try to write and record what I know. And you know, when I was in my twenties, what did I know? Chicks, drinking, Beer. chasing chicks, yeah, exactly. and going out in bonfires and crap. And so, you know, I hit 31, and this records it, it just shows a little bit more maturity and a little bit more of where I am as an artist and a person. So I, I, I'm excited for everybody to finally hear it. And if you're at the show tonight. We'll be playing pretty much, well, not all of it because it's a shorter set, but we play a lot of the songs off of it. So. That's cool. I, I find that some artists that, that you can see why they put out an EP or a single at a time. And some of the guys that have come through, we asked that question, like, mm-hmm. why do you continue to put out singles and not a whole album? And it's some people, they don't have the attention span to go out and listen to a whole album. Absolutely. I'm not that guy. I, like, if I hear something I like, I'll go chase mm-hmm. down the rest I'm of it, that sort here. of thing. Um, but there are those artists out there that have the singles, like, um, I think we walked in here, Everett was playing, mm-hmm. and I think I've heard three songs by them, and that's about it. But yeah. for some reason, I don't know why I haven't chased down their music. Yeah. I don't know why. I, it's, it's, it's like, I think Dylan Schneider actually said it. For him, the idea is that if you have a full album, you have great songs that sometimes get lost in yeah. those albums. That's... And that's why with the EPs, you put out four or five songs, yep. they get all the great songs, then you do another one. Absolutely. And that's, that's the one thing I will say I hate that's going to happen on this record. Because, I mean, I, I hands down, this is not me being biased. This is just the God honest truth. Every single song on this record could be a single. And that's the well, only thing that I hate about it. But <laughs> I'd rather have an album of ten singles than... You know, some throwaways or what? You know, just if you're gonna spend ten bucks on a record, let me give you the best I can give you. You know, dude, I'll go back to the the, the thought process in uh, your genre of music and the style of music that you play. I listen to Cody Johnson's yeah. albums from the beginning to the end. There's some other artists I won't necessarily do that all the time, but you can listen to that, and the whole thing's a good listen. Absolutely, everything's a good listen. And there's just some artists that are like that. I mean, yeah. um, I'm that way with qu- quite a few artists, but I mean, <laughs> but when I stick to that genre yeah. of, I mean, I think I don't consider you country. I consider you a traditional country mm-hmm. and Absolutely. i consider cody johnson the same thing when i listen to his music dude you can relate uh the music's good yeah. <laughs> the lyrics are good so i think that's what it comes down to well, and that's where just you know like i said i'm not going to get on a soapbox and preach about what's country and what's not i mean let's be honest it we've had this battle in this genre forever i mean let's be honest conway twitty was a straight up pop artist right it was not country for its time garth was the florida georgia line of his time so i mean and I, I'm a huge Garth fan, but I'm gripping about new country. So I'm a hypocrite if I really get in there and say it. Sure. But, but I do think country has lost its its identity, I guess would be the word to say. You know, I mean, it's about instrumentation. You're supposed to hear those fiddles and those steels and more than one instrument and, and have a live, you know. It amazes me the amount of concerts that are just program tracks up on a stage. It's like sure. the whole thing of country is live instruments. Do you have a steel guitar here tonight? I do. I do. And a fiddle? No, no, we don't. Have, we need oh, one, but well, oh, when, when that show pay comes up next time, <laughs> but, I'll throw in an extra hundred. There Jesus. we go. There we go. <laughs> but now it just—it's about the song. It's about something you can relate to. And I mean, yeah, I—I I like to go out and have some drinks, and when I was single, go out and try to see if I could find me a wife for a night. But right, 
That's a good Dude, that's a guess good what? I'm using that. Yeah, t-shirt. That's a t-shirt I'm, right there. I'm, I'm ripping off pure country, so I'll, get, I'll <laughs> give it where it's given. But. That's, that's awesome. But no, I just... I remember we kind of did this brand brief thing on me, and I, you know we kind of figured out that that blue collar person that works hard and comes home on the weekend and just wants to relax and let loose, you know. And I'm sorry, they can't relate to going to the club and right. going game at a chick. It's, and, that, and so that's where it just, I just try to put out songs that I would want to hear myself. Right. I don't know. I may be a dying breed. So but. No, I don't think so, dude. You, 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 you guys exist. I mean, there is the Cody Johnson. I mean, yeah. Cody Johnson to this day sold. Uh, we don't typically pre-sell tickets here at all. Yeah, yeah. We just don't. Yeah. It doesn't happen here. And uh, he pre-sold uh, more than we ever. He almost sold out pre-sell. That's awesome. And we don't do that. And he walked in humble as ever, went for a run with his buddy, walked in the front door and was like, I'm nervous about the show. I'm like, you haven't talked to anybody in your camp? And he's like, no. And I'm like, dude, we're just about sold out, bro. That's like amazing. just shy of a thousand t- tickets pre-sold. I'm like, Jesus, like uh, for that style of music and that genre of, I mean, and no radio? Absolutely. Well, and it's amazed me how much the genre has grown. You know, you used to think Texas, well, it's just Texas. No, man, it's Oklahoma, it's it's Arkansas, it's over here to New Mexico. I mean, it's I'm seeing sell-out places over even in California and even like Boston and stuff, man. It, just, it shows you that as much as the mainstream world tries to tell sure. you nobody wants to hear this, well, I see a bunch of fans buying tickets and music that tells me different. We just went back to uh, the Loud and Heavy Fest and saw Cody Jenks. Mm-hmm. You ever played with him? I've never played with him, but uh, Ward Davis, that does a lot yeah. of dates with him and writes his stuff, we used to write for the same publishing company, so I, I feel like I know him just because I know him. <laughs> just because he's like uh, one person away from him. <laughs> right. I, was, I don't want to say I was shocked, but I was shocked because the, I mean, they had loud and heavy, so you had conform, whatever of conformity, like this hard metal band yeah. on one stage, and you go across and you've got Whiskey Myers, yeah. which maybe kind of fits that, but then you've got a Whitey Morgan, and mm-hmm. you've got a um, Cody Jenks, and I was like, just opposites is that pretty much what the texas scene is it's either you know it's so funny because i moved to texas thinking i knew what texas country was and it literally it's just it's everything that's not mainstream right it's literally it's 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 your it's your folk it's your southern rock it's your traditional it's it's to me it's just everything that mainstream thinks they're too good to play and like i said man i see a lot of dudes selling out making a whole lot more money and doing a lot more ticket sales than I see some of these guys with number ones doing. And it just, it's not a knock on any artist. It's not celebrating an artist. It just tells you that the format needs to have a second look. We, we see that here. I mean, we have artists that are on the radio that come through here and they don't, yeah. they don't do as well as you would think mm-hmm. they would do. And, but then you have other artists like, I mean, take a Cody Johnson or, I mean, we messed around with Jordan Davis. We had um, uh, Morgan Wallen here twice. The first time he came in here, I mean, the pl- place was, he killed it. Yeah. Second time he comes around, he's got a song on the radio. It's a little bit different night. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird. It's, well, I mean, a lot of it's just getting out there and hustling and letting people know that you're there. I mean, that, that's sure. 100%. I mean, even me, just a new team on board and people that know how to really engage. And I mean, that social media stuff's 99% of it, man. And it's, and- and one of the other things that's happening too, and a lot of of the mainstream Nashville artists are starting to realize it, is that the the brand is really growing in Europe, and they want that traditional Absolutely. sound. Absolutely, and that's where uh, you know our radio station is is a great reach too, because there's people who are in European countries who are listening Absolutely. to what we got here, and you're now somebody that they they're they're on their radar, and that's how it's going to build and grow, and that's going to bring I think things back to. 
where because I think they're starting to get a little bit of a change now in Nashville. You're seeing a little bit mm-hmm. more of the traditional sound coming back in. Absolutely. So I think that's gonna that's gonna help it as well too. Absolutely. I mean, it's I haven't gotten the chance to go to Europe, but I mean, Ray Scott and Billy Yates and a bunch of those cats like that have told me. I mean, they're like, man, I'll go there for a month and make my entire year salary. And Dude, it's look at Russell. He's there. Yeah. He's overseas right now. Uh-huh. Stephanie went back for like a one-off, and um, they're asking for the music Absolutely. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's my big deal is, and it's kind of like I said with this whole philosophy is. Instead of trying to fit a square peg around a hole and cater to people yeah. who don't want to hear what I do, let's go find the ones that do. I don't care where I got to travel to. If you're there, you'll buy the ticket and support. I'm in, man. Let's go. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it definitely is. That's, I, there, there's too many that forget it. It's about the fans at the end of the day. Yeah, at the if, end if, of the day, it is that. If y'all don't show up, I don't get to have a job. And so that's why it's, for me, it's. it's and I promise you, if you want country, I'm here. Just let, tell me where you're at. That's what you, that, that's what your job is, is to build your brand. Our job is to is to bring your brand to the fans and help you build a long career. Absolutely. It's not over just a single or you know or an album. It's it's an entire career that we're helping you to build and bring this together with the fans. He's selling right now. Isn't he? I, I love it, man. <laughs> well, and, that's what our job is. That's really what. Our and I love is. and it and it's great to meet guys like y'all because I mean it's it's with the venue side, the artist side. It's just there's so many people have gotten so caught up on they're the ones that matter. We're all working in this together. But at the end of the Absolutely. day, absolutely, the one that does matter the most is the fans, yeah. man. If we don't yeah. have them, it doesn't matter, and the rest of us got to remember that. Well, you, I mean, we have to think about that f- full circle because without the fans, we don't have a bar, absolutely. we don't have a club, no, no, our stage, no, anything, and so it defeats the. The the, the purpose of doing anything. I mean, we just be guys standing on the corner talking. Absolutely. Jobs. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> it's been good sitting down with you, man. I can't wait to have your show tonight. I'm and looking uh, forward to it. Hell yeah! Your your label guy just walked in here. We should probably cut I, this short, huh? And also they're going crap. I better make sure I don't say nothing stupid. <laughs> again, again. I said, get get your artist. Get your artist now. <laughs> I love it. Sweet. No, man. Thank y'all so much for having us, man. We look forward to it. Heck yeah. Country AF Radio's on demand.